You are listening to the Gospel Trail. So, Father, we just come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. For apart from Jesus, we can do nothing, but we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And Father, I just pray that you would just uh, lead us through your Holy Spirit. We pray, come Holy Spirit, that you would take over um, Holy Spirits and you would deliver and say what people need to hear and say. So we just step aside and, and ask you, Holy Spirit, to guide our minds and thoughts, that our words would be edifying and encouraging, that they would be words that uh, people could use to live by this day. Lord, we yes. glorify you in all that we do. Uh, we lean on you and not our own understanding. And uh, we thank you that you're with us today. Uh, come, Holy Spirit, join us and mm. guide and direct us. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So God is in this story because uh, God is in the details. That's true. What we want to seek out here. Right. We, that... want, we want the details. I want, I want to know where God is in the story because sometimes if we just... If we just let everything from the world, from uh, everywhere, media, if we keep letting that slap us in the face, uh, it's uh, hard to keep your eyes on Jesus. Yeah, one of the devotions uh, that I heard this morning that I thought was really good, it's Ephesians 5.1. It says, be imitators of God in everything you do. Boom. Everything. 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 Everything means everything. Um, and as they... Um, and part of the devotion was realizing that throughout the day that I am loved by the Lord. And, that, you know, and it's like we get so easily caught up in things, we forget about that. And it's like he always loves us. He loves us and he wants to be with us. He wants to fellowship with us and he wants to lead and guide us. Right. And uh, um, one of the other things they said about that was God doesn't expect us to be the savior of the world. He no, has gifted no. us. He has Whoa. gifted us. He has gifted us with certain gifts to be used in the body of Christ, and that's our sphere of influence. And I think of because um, they were using examples. When you look around you, that's right. You know the homeless, the sick, the the uh, the floods and the destruction and the uh, uh, the killings and all the things that are going on. It's like, well, what do you want me to do? You know, yeah. people are starving to death. All those things, and it's like. And um, what what came out in that devotion was, mind your own business. I like that one. Mind, mind your own your business own. <laughs> and let God take care of his business and what he huh. wants to do because he's able to do that. That's right. We can't take that all on. And I know I need that. I don't know about if the listeners do or how you feel about that, Don, but it's like because we're inundated all the time. Right. We're inundated because the needs are great everywhere. The, right. the needs are there. And it's like, and again, you know. reading the verses where Jesus is, says he's coming back, yeah. it states specifically that he he's going to judge Christians and he's going to judge the unjust. Right. And it's a totally different judgment. Two different I mean, judgments. we are going to be judged and it says specifically on how we interact with other Christians. So huh. so that that should be my concern. Um, you know, and and the reason being is because sometimes somebody just needs a word, a positive word. You know, uh, uh, some people don't go to a devotion every morning and, and lean on God. You know, they may be blinded 
They may be blinded by what the world has put out there or caught up in that stuff. Right. And it's it's uh, we're, we're, we are going to be judged on Judgment Day on uh, the use of our tongue, put it that way. So, and, so and what and what we did with what he gave us. Right. Did we do with what he gave us? Yeah, the giftings and that, and that's that's a sobering. Yeah, that's a, a sobering. But um, I, I'm in uh, part of our 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 role as Christians, and that's what this podcast about is about. Also, is to bring the gospel to people that don't that mm-hmm. don't know him, bringing people into the kingdom so that they're not separated from God throughout eternity. Right. Um, yeah, we're messengers, and uh, John one three eleven says, "This is the message you have heard from the beginning. We should love one another," which comes back to um, how we treat others, yes, and how we speak uh, to others, and and uh, are we there in times of need with with uh, others? And it doesn't specify where they come from or where they live. It says other humans, other humans. Yeah, part of that. And that's yeah. not going down. That's not just um, helping them in terms of the physical needs or or uh, money or things like that, but it also includes being with them emotionally. Right. Um, and uh, I, I think of that verse that says that you weep with those that weep and you um, laugh with those who laugh. I'm paraphrasing there, but it's you enter into their situation. You, you feel as they feel, and they know that you understand. Then, yeah. yeah in fact, uh, um, one of the uh, one of the scriptures that uh, we're going to be talking about today is in Proverbs twenty-five. Exactly what you were saying, Don, about uh, 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 don't you know? Don't be singing a joyous song to those that are in mourning and who are in sorrow. You know, don't don't do that. You know, because they're suffering, you don't want to mm-hmm. come and you don't want to come and do that. So, because it's almost a message, you ought to be like this instead of the way you are. Right, and that's hard to accept mm-hmm. when you're going through a yeah. tough time. Yeah, denying where people are at. And I've I've seen that come forward so many times on on Facebook. Um, there's a person on there um, who obviously was going through some bad or going through some things and uh, needed a kind word and everything. And uh, and uh, she just cried out right on Facebook, you know, how come everybody's families are so perfect? Wow. You know, because, because that's what we do with Facebook. It's like putting the mask on the face and we're perfect. Hey, you should be like me. I'm perfect. Look at this. You don't, you take a picture of your driveway with your nice car in it, but you don't... Uh, frame the uh, old wreck cars that are off to the side when you put it on Facebook. So, yeah, all the rusty cars yeah, it, and all you, the, you don't, all you the don't, holes You don't the show what you're lacking. You show what you have or make it look better. And uh, and this person was living in, in the real world in her mind. I mean, she was, she was there um, distraught, disappointed, not feeling like her story has been heard. Um, not, she was, uh, not living up to the standards of everybody else. Why is everything going wrong in my life? And, uh, that's where that proverb that you mentioned is, uh, I, I see the wisdom from that is what God gives us, you know, like, um, I call it 
um, prayer, praise, and prophecy. And, and that's how I see these psalms that we look every week. You know, like we're going to look at Psalms 3, 14, and 121, and uh, the title is Salvation. But I look at that, I, the first thing I see is, uh, oh, Lord, I have so many enemies. I have so much going on in my life. I have so much stuff that I don't want here. I'm not comfortable, you know. And uh, even my enemies say, there is no God. There He's not no going to rescue you, you know. It, it's yeah. not going to rescue you. So, so the prayer, praise, and prophecy, prayer comes out when you're putting out your heart to God in these things. And that, and that is the message today, mm-hmm. that if you... Yeah. Put out your heart to God, you'll start praising. And the Psalms turn into that, you know, where, where God steps in and, and, and takes care of this problem. And then uh, prayer, and that's praise. And then prophecy is uh, um, just God speaking wisdom into your life or a brother or sister speaking wisdom into someone else's life because we too have been through some of these things that uh, they are going through. Mm -hmm. And that is the gift, if you want to call it a gift that God has given you, is to bring that and and comfort a brother or sister. So the prophecy part comes like, um, you know, it's not, hey, you're going to get a new car next week and, and this, you know, that is not what prophecy is prophecy is god speaking how you can live in this world how you can interact how how you can how you can uh conduct yourself because if a lot of these uh proverbs sound silly but what is better a bloody nose or a smile and that is the subtle difference in many of these proverbs that how you act can uh have immediate effects <laughs> That's on your body and then also how to uh relax in the boat you know jesus is uh you know he was taking a nap in the back of the boat with the disciples um you know we too could take a nap don't worry about it um god will get us there we often think of prophecy as being foretelling the future but i recall um, some of my teachers saying it's not just foretelling it's forth telling correct you speak what god wants you to say forth telling right forth telling um and that's why i call that uh the wisdom out of proverbs forth telling because if you don't act like god would have you act you're going to end up with a bloody nose Mm. (laughs) and is that a threat and 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 deservedly so (laughs) yeah no that's that's foretelling (laughs) It, it does not have to come true Right. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's it's not saying you have to do this to have a, uh, well, yes, it is. It's saying you, sh- you, you should do these things. You know, you should love your brother and sister. He gives us all the tools we need, but do we remember and actually use those gifts and tools? Right. And that's what we're going to be judged on, too. And that, like I said, that came to mind today, too. That is what we're going to be judged on. Right.
as you know, uh, people that know me too know I uh, I kind of speak a lot of times or I hear in acronyms. And I was in church, uh, in a church that I don't normally go to on Sunday, and he gave me the acronym. He gave me the word bright, bright. Hmm. Look to the look to the light. Look to the bright. We are to be bright, shining stars. But bright, you know. And it was um, this was uh, as he was explaining it to me. The Lord was revealing us like um, bring repentance in God's holy temple. Bright, B R I G H T. Bright. Bring reconciliation in God's holy temple. Wow. Uh, be ready in God's holy temple. Uh, as he moves in the hearts yeah. of people. Bright, that's be a light. Yeah, be uh, be righteousness. Be righteous in God's holy temple. Um, did I already say repentant? I'm probably uh, repeating myself. No, no. But it's, but it, you know, be repentant in God's holy temple and uh, realizing that's how he wants to speak to us. It is a holy temple. We are his holy temple. When we gather in a church setting, we are in, we are on holy ground. You know, and uh, we need to be those representatives and those messengers, as you were saying, uh, uh, Kevin. We need to be an encouragement to each other. We need to speak a word of uh, correction. I think if we just go through uh, those Psalms that you were talking about, and I want to say this as an aside because I brought the list that Kevin had given me uh, to the jail, uh, the praise and wisdom in, in, in the prophecy. And the men are doing the studies on a daily basis, uh, day by day, reading the proverb for today, reading the Psalms and what the uh, and what the um, object is for the day. Like uh, today's is salvation that you uh, right. had salvation. put together had put together for us, Kevin. So, so people are using that because the using the Word of God, it will not come back void. It no, will not no, come no, back. Boy, no. we need to be taught and retaught and taught again and retaught. And then we need to act on what he's taught us. So you want to start with the, the Psalm right. 3? And they call, they, call, they call this the yeah New Testament and Old Testament. But Revelations 19.10 says, The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. I mean, this is his testimony. I mean, this is where where he's been where he was and where he's going and and where he is i mean do you need a highlighter <laughs> no i need a pen there's a pen <laughs> yeah oh you got too many too many highlights on that uh let's see psalm 3 what were you saying jesus is um jesus jesus is the spirit of, of prophecy. prophecy okay revelations 19:10 the testimony of jesus is the spirit of prophecy just the just the words we read that uh, God had somehow put together in the uh, most popular book ever? I'm impressed with the word or the concept of um, being surrounded. That seems to come through over and over at the beginning of this passage. Even God can't save you, David. His enemies say he's surrounded by enemies, and you're saying. God can't do this. And then it says in verse 3, he's surrounded by God like a shield. It's it's a shield around us. It's a protective shield that God provides. And then uh, it says that he cr- at the cry, at his cry, God sends help uh, from your presence. That's a really interesting phrase. 
Um, God sends help from your presence. Just the fact that you're present is enough for God to intervene and uh, protect you and to surround you. We are surrounded. I don't think about that. I have to be honest and say, I don't think about God surrounding me, but he is. He is there. And he's, I'm sure he's protected me from a lot of things I'm not even aware of. That, yeah. Yeah, and, and the angels are surrounding us and keeping our arms lifted up. You know, we don't think about that. Don, that's a, that's, that's a gem, realizing that. Right. Because, you know, we got, and that's where we get caught up, where we think we're all alone. And, and we're going, we're battling against the whole world. And he says, no, you are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. We are surrounded we are. We are. by a great cloud of witnesses. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And we used to sing, we used to sing Psalm 3. Uh, we used to sing, my glory and the lifter of my head, my glory and the lifter of my head. For thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. And he heard me out of his holy hill, my glory. And that's how I learned uh, scripture, Psalm, because we Psalm sang three. out of Psalms. Yeah, it was in, it's in Psalm. Yeah, it's well, in Psalm three. That's what it is. He it, is the song. Yeah, he is the glory and the yeah. lifter of my head. I wow. cried out unto wow. the Lord, and I remember that when I was reading this because I've been reading the Passion translation, and it doesn't come across that way. No, it does not. But in the King James, I went to that, and that's what I've been bringing into the jail too because. Before you know it, you memorize scripture. You've got scripture because mm-hmm. psalms were meant to bring praise to him, to cry out to That's him, right. and to hear back from him. And it's like, I get excited, and I needed to get excited because it's been a tough couple of days for me. And just singing that song and uh, the comments that you made, Don and, and Kevin, that lifted me up, you know, because we are surrounded. We are surrounded. That's right. Folks that are listening, you are not alone. You are surrounded by, uh, uh, by a myriad of angels and people supporting you. Not only, you know, like we right. support each other. You know, that's an example of, of, of that. But it's the unseen world that we have. Right. We're surrounded by his glory. Hallelujah. Exactly. Is what yeah. that's there you go. We are surrounded by his <laughs> glory. And what can penetrate that? Mm-hmm. Rejoice. Rejoice. There it is. Rejoice. Oh, thank you, Lord. Yeah. In verse 4 of the Passion Translation, it says, because we're surrounded by his glory, we can sleep like a baby. Yes. Oh, yes. Boy. There you go. Um, And don't we need that kind of sweet sleep? That's right. We need need that sweet sleep, as you say it, because, uh, yeah, we can let things keep us up, or we can be rehearsing it in our sleep. You know, judging by the looks of your pillow at the end of the night. <laughs> my, my, I was trying to figure out, I had two nights in a row that my pillowcase was off. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, what meanest thou this, <laughs> old brother? <laughs> but, you needed uh, a handkerchief. <laughs> I needed a handkerchief or something, yeah. Uh, the pillowcase was off, and I wake up and I wow. was realize like where did the pillowcase go but uh i think that was from taking some of this stuff and not realizing that his glory has surrounded me right what's the last mm. thing you look at before you go to bed you know is it the channel 
10 bad news station. Hmm. Um, is, yeah, you could name any channel and it would yeah, be bad news. Is, is it some wise guy late night show? <laughs> um, you know, and that's what you go to bed with. Hmm. That's what you go to bed with. I, I would say that uh, a psalm, sing a song or say a psalm hmm. or, or, or play a hymn as the Bible says, and uh, that will that will uh, help you realize that that glory is surrounding you, mm-hmm. and uh, in that mm-hmm. you can sleep. Yeah, that that just blessed me. In because, that you can sleep. Because, you know, when you were talking about that, you know, uh, tossing and turning and turmoil and what are you listening to and stuff, you're talking about me. You know, <laughs> and it's like there is no peace apart from God. And so if we don't, you know, that's why I, I always say, and I'm talking to myself, we need to keep going back to the source because there is our strength and that is, there is our there is our joy and there is our peace. As I um, I had prepared all this stuff for uh, the jail on on Tuesday, and then the Lord said, "I want you to talk right. about John 15, abiding in the vine, being connected to the vine, is critical <laughs> for all of us. It is. So go on with uh, Psalm 3 because it's it's all good. It's all great stuff. Yeah, this is the the psalmist, uh, you know, crying out to the Lord. Um, you know, I in 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 uh, David's time, uh, he had ten thousand enemies who surrounded him on yep. every side, and that was getting a little upfront and personal, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> but uh, uh, today, it uh, in most cases, it uh, and there are places in the world where Christians are surrounded by eminent danger That's right. um, fires uh, war famine and uh, you know so often we forget those because uh, I think where we we have it where we have electricity um, and live uh, we have it a lot better than many but uh, the psalmist here was uh, fearing for his life or, or uh, stressed out because of the situation just like so many of us are but it says uh well, it says he's suggesting what <laughs> rescue me, oh my God, and then he's telling God what to do. And the version I have here, it says, "Slap all my enemies in the face." <laughs> <laughs> Slap. Uh, shatter their teeth. Shatter the teeth of the wicked. You know, victory comes Ooh. from you, O oh Lord. May you bless your people. And and that's just uh, just tells me that uh, the psalmist that wrote this was a real person. I mean, isn't that the first thing you come to your mind, you know, to get revenge on people or whatever? But, but what it is, um, God, God took care of the situation. That the first step in salvation is to realize that you are in a bad place, and turn from that. And in doing so, you call upon the Lord, just like in verse three. Um, I cried out to the Lord. And he answered me from his holy mountain. And I was just sitting there. I just had to be there where I was. I didn't have to climb anything. And uh, But uh, now I'm moving ahead to uh, Psalm 14. Well, just wait a second, though. Or, yeah, I wanted to say something more about Psalm 3 because yeah. the, the story behind the psalm is, is King David was forced to flee from Absalom, his son. Oh. That was the basis for I mean... Here you have your own son family chasing prob- after you. Family problems. Yeah, big time uh, huh? family problems. Oh boy. You know, um, 
and and uh, David is saying, even though dark powers prowl around me with their words like sharp arrows, I won't be afraid. I simply cry out to you, out to the Lord, rise up and help me, Lord. Come and save me. Come and save me. Verse 7. So I just wanted in to bring passion. that in, though, about but that he was fleeing from his son, Absalom. Wow. Yes. I mean, you know, talk about family problems. Because Absalom was going to kill him, he was going. To, he wanted to take over to be king. He wanted right. to be. He wanted, he wanted, the, he wanted, he wanted the, the, the throne or the the position or wow, wow. or something. The, the passion. The passion translation has that that God will break the power of words to harm me. Yes. Oh yes. How words harm <laughs> us. That's right. Isn't that what happens when you're, you know, there in bed and struggling to get to sleep and it's the words there are words the words of the day right or someone's words or yep. your own words sometimes but god can break the power of words to harm me wow and that's what it talks about laying lay it at his feet put his mm-hmm. you know his yoke is light um there lay these words at his feet you know why are we rehearsing them you know, why are we making up things in our head what we should have said or what they didn't say? I mean, we're just we're just lifting up the wrong side there. Right. You know, so many were saying God will never rescue him mm-hmm. is the verse two in my Bible. So many were saying, you know, saying, and that's the words that uh, Don brought out. Mm-hmm. Words. Yeah, trigger triggers. Yeah, it is. It's triggers. Triggers. He'll he'll, um, he'll bring up. Uh, 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 well, the enemy wants to keep us depressed. He wants to yes. keep us. He oh, wants yes. to keep us down. He wants us to keep uh, ineffective. He wants us to be down on ourselves. He wants us not to be reaching out to people in the confidence and the love about with which surrounds us on a daily basis. Right. We are surrounded by His love. Just like I was reading right. with a devotion this morning, is like. Be imitators and realize that he loves us um, and that he has surrounded us with that. And we have the victory in him because the enemy will use old tapes that used to harm us. And he'll bring those up. Correct, guys? I mean, he will bring those up and he'll say, look at what you did there. Who do you think you are? You know, I I always like that. Who do you think you are? That's what the devil will say. Who do you think you are? Look at what you did here. Look at what you did there. And you say, Yes, I did do that, but it's covered by the blood, and I am free, yes. and I am yep. no longer that person. And, and I am declaring yeah. that Jesus Christ died for my sins, that he lives within me, and that I have victory and uh, strength through him who strengthens me. Yeah. The feast of favor. I love that in verse 8. The feast of favor. Oh, wow. Feast and bliss. He gives bliss? his people. Okay. And bliss he gives his people. May you bless your people. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah, victory comes from you, O Lord. And may you bless your people, and which I am one of them. <laughs> so yeah. that's a, mm-hmm. a feast of favor. That's feast a great word. Feast of favor. Yeah, let's, let's, have a, let's, let's have a barbecue and celebrate. Let's dwell on that's, that. That's, that's like... Yeah, yeah we're, not, invite... we're not getting out of chapter 3 here. No, <laughs> we're going to stay there. We're going to have people come over and we're going to have a feast of That's favor. That's right. That's feast of favor. And then what do we do? We go back to verse 1 and we tell people of the good things the Lord has done. Amen. That's Amen. right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. What's your story? I mean, that, that was, remember, 
Sandy, that was always, uh, you know, what they recommended to open up a conversation. You know, mm -hmm. where where'd you come from? Where'd you live? You yeah. know, and uh, people really get into that. And uh, but they bring up the good things of the past. Not always. Not always. Well, then, well, right. then, well, there you go. There's a. <laughs> but there's an opportunity because when they give you the negative stuff, you can say, and there's a solution for that. There is. There is someone that can help you with that. And he's, and he's helped me. And That's this right. is how he's in, helped me. Yeah. And this is how he's helped me. This is how That's he exactly helped, right. helped in Psalm 3. And this is also how he helped me. He can help you. I love it. You know, I'm just there thinking about go. that. We're not going to get you. beyond Psalm 3. You know, I'm I, thinking, I, I, I thought we were going to be moving I, forward. I can't move forward. No, no, no. <laughs> but because his story well, was, to realize, David's story was, yeah. Absalom was chasing after him, and everyone was coming after him and says, God isn't going to save you. Who do you think you are? What yep. do you think? You know, and yep. and he says, I cried out to the Lord. Well, they even so much as say there is no God. Yeah. So so what's what's my alternative here? Um, depression, uh, you know, a rotting soul, uh, you know, even in some cases, rotting flesh. I, it. What's my alternative here? Mm -hmm. um, that wisdom would say, choose right. God. Right. And you're proclaiming. <laughs> That he is, and he saved your life, and you give the testimonies right. of what he's done right. in your life, right. and that's, and that's yeah. why reading this, that's why it's so important for all of us listeners, everyone is like, read yeah. these psalms and, oh, and yeah. realize Verse, that they're telling us, they're teaching us basic, uh, I mean, that's, basic that, ways to that's, relate. That's yeah, um, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. I mean, here's here's some prophetic words right here. The psalm, we read it, we know what's happened, it's happened to us, it's happened to the person you're talking to. You know, he cried out. But then it says, and here's the prophetic part, I lay down and slept, and I woke up, and I was in safety. Hallelujah. I didn't have to do a thing. <laughs> I woke up, and there, what's this? The glory of God is still in here. You know, what's your choice? Choose life. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, how's your choice working for you? Yeah. I mean, even the government tries to use those analogies. Remember that egg commercial? Here's here here's here's your here's your brain on drugs and they crack oh, an egg yeah. and drop it into a pan, oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um um however, God uh, has a different thing. You know, his his shield is around us. Many say there is no God. Many say you're dirt. Many many'll just keep poking and prodding and pushing that button but i laid down and slept why because the spirit of the lord was upon me and my household doesn't it say in the bible that uh for me <laughs> i was gonna trying to read the one on the wall out there uh, um for me and my household we shall serve, serve the, the lord. lord and why because i can go to sleep and i can wake up and i go like hey god's still here i'm in safety Rejoice. Rejoice. I can you, wake Lord. up and rejoice. Wow. That's um that's it just a I gem. Just, that's, that's a I gem. Just, yeah, I can't go on any further. It says uh in Selah in the Bibles, my translation here, uh, New Living Translation says interlude. Pause. Pause and think about it. Like da da I mean that's that that happens have you ever heard uh, a psalmist or minstrel? 
you know, they're singing a song, you're into the words, it's telling you, it's giving you biblical principles. All of a sudden she starts just playing an interlude. And that's when you can hear God's prophecy. That's when you can hear God's prophecy, just God speaking back to you. Anything God says is prophetic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's supernatural because we have a supernatural God. Amen. And, uh, ah, this is awesome. I lay down and slept. I didn't tear the pillowcase off last night. And I woke up and I was, I was, uh, had a doctor's appointment. Um, yet I woke up in safety. And whose report are you going to believe? Yeah. You know, we prayed. We prayed. I had a, it's called a hemorrhage, blood hemorrhage in the back of my eye. I woke up this morning.
got to be a acronym for slept because the peace of God that passed all human understanding. I mean, I was just, I, I had eye drops in, shine the light in my eyeball. I couldn't see a thing. I still am seeing uh, lights around my head here, but he peered into the back and, and uh, what was his words? He says it's, it's been said, resolved. He, he it's, said it's healed. He said, yeah, that mm. was his word for being healed. It's resolved. It's resolved. It's mm. resolved. That was the uh, the doctor, eye doctor's translation. It's been healed. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. I mean, you know, I get the picture is like when I was uh, in Israel and on the Sea of Galilee. And here they are crossing and Jesus is sleeping and a big storm comes up. And so what do the disciples do? What do they do? Jesus, Jesus, how can you be sleeping? You know, we're perishing. Help us, help us. And what does he say to him? What does he say? <laughs> he said, peace. And he says, what are you worried about? Yep. What are you worried about? You he worried? got up and he rebuked the wind. He said, be still, peace be still. And then he went back to sleep. That's that's my, that's Sandy's interpretation that he went back to sleep. Yep. But it's all based on trust. Verse 5, if I we realize, if, if, He does it too. Yeah, if we realize that we're surrounded by a cloud of witnesses and angels and uh, and Jesus and his Holy Spirit. He's with us. He's abiding with us. Mm. He's living within us. We can rest peacefully. And this and that's the word I needed to hear today, Don. And, and I, you know, we can rest peacefully because he is with us and he loves us. And we can trust him. And it doesn't matter what comes against us. He is greater than anything that's going to come against us. All we need to do is to cry out to him and leave it at his feet. Right? Right. Guys? Right. Leave it at his feet. That's his job. Ours is just, and then he just takes care of it. That's right. I mean, what a deal. What a deal. If in, uh, yeah, if in prayer, you know, how do I leave it at his feet? And uh, if you are in prayer and uh, most likely on your knees because... In the presence of God, you cannot stand in his glory. Mm -hmm. Mm. But just visualize that cross. And and, and this Mm. is not mind over matter. This is putting spiritual practice, spiritual into practice. That uh, just kneel at that cross and all those things that have been troubling you, put them behind it. Put them out of your sight behind the cross of Jesus. And then when you look up, you will see him face to face with his outstretched hand. Mm-hmm. Bring me up out of that pit, mm. Lord. He will say, look, where are your accusers? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he answered me from his holy mountain, and I was able to lie down and sleep. Hallelujah. Amen. The reason I get so emotional is I've been there in been in the presence of others going through the same. So what does it mean to lay them down at his feet? It's not just a song we sing or emotions that we go through, but it's an actual, I don't know, is there a word for a spiritual, physical? What's mm-hmm. physical in the spirit? But uh, knowing, knowing that uh, his shield is around us. For you are my glory, Lord, the one who holds my head high. That's an awesome song, Sandy. We gotta bring that one back mm-hmm. into our sphere of influence. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. You know, I, I'm just 
I'm I'm just resting in what has been shared. I don't know how you're feeling, Don, but just resting in that, realizing that he's got it. That's right. He has saved me, and he has it. And he says, I will take this, and I will be your rear guard. I will go before you also, and you can trust that he will take care of it. And we can rest in that. We can rest in that. Victory you know, comes from you, O Lord. And that, that, I believe, is the thought of the day. Right. And you see the example David, you know. In, uh, how, how, do we, how do we describe David? A man after God's own heart, don't we, guys? Yes. And yet, in this psalm, he is, uh, he's dealing with fear and anxiety and fleeing from his son, his relationships. He's with that. So what does he do? This is the spiritual practice you're talking about, right. Kevin. Right. I cried unto the Lord. I cried unto the Lord, I cried unto the Lord, and he heard me, and I could rest, I could rest, because he heard me, and he says, yes, I have this. Amen. That's right. A couple of times we've kind of alluded to um, the Psalm 14, yeah. and there is one part of that that is really a new thought to me. Um you know, the way it's usually rendered is the fool is said in his heart that there is no God. But in the Passion Translation, that is shifted from fool to withering soul. And Brian Simmons says that is the root word of what is rendered fool, is that the person is withering. The soul is withering. That's why he says there's no God or she says there's no God. Because the soul has deteriorated, that there there's no room for God because the person has excluded them. And so there is a withering spiritually. I've never thought of that. I always thought a fool as just being, you know, someone that's kind of crazy. Right. But but withering brings a whole different dimension. Yeah, and that's and, and that brings me back. You know, that's why I like being led by the Spirit. When we can hear from the Lord, he said, talk about John 15, because it's abiding in the vine. And it says, any branch that does not bear fruit will be cut off and would wither and would be withered and would be withered because it isn't a part of the nourishment that we get through Jesus Christ in our lives. That powerful flowing. It all fits together, you know, just as you were bringing up, uh, uh, Don, it's like, why did he have me look at John 15 on Tuesday? Because it is withered. Our souls are withered. Right. And any branch that doesn't, and any branch that does bear fruit, he will prune, which means he will cut it back and he will improve it so that we produce more fruit. But without being connected to the vine, it will be withered. It will wither and be burned up, thrown into the fire. That's right. You know, it's like, I love how he brings it all together. It's right. like, how do you do that, Lord? <laughs> how, how, <laughs> because he is God. He brings it together. Yes. He brings everything. He fits everything together. That's what's neat about, I didn't realize this either, that read Psalm 14 and then read Psalm 53. Right. Hello. Huh. So the things are repeated twice. You think God has a message there that we should be listening to? That's right. So what you know? What's repeated from fourteen to fifty-three? Do you have that uh, quick and handy? Either one of you guys. Um, well, I'd like to say one thing on fourteen. Uh, God is 
looking down from heaven at the entire human race. Right. And the phrase uh, is, they are corrupt and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. Right. And that's where we get salvation. That's right. For all have sinned Sin and, and fallen, fallen short of the glory of God. The glory that would surround us and keep us oh. safe. I mean, only a fool would uh, deny that. And I don't... Another word is included there. Not only is the soul corrupt, but it's calloused. In other words, it's got this covering that keeps God out. Oh, yes. Yes. Just think about that. And that that is the weapon of the the unjust, is that callous. That is their shield. Because they're they're wanting you to trust in something, but why not God? Right. You know, why not God? What are they trusting in? You know, the callousness I'm thinking, too, is... I think that's the eternity that's hidden in everyone's heart, is... uh, those calluses mm-hmm. keep right. them covered, keep right. them covered. And I think that's where the saying or where it comes, having hardness of heart, having a callous heart, having hardness of heart. And that's how he spoke to me. Do not right. harden your heart, Sandy, because mm-hmm. we have surrounded ourselves. We have that's listened right. to this. We have surrounded ourselves with lies and calluses and hurts where it's impenetrable. You know, it's like we have to have Jesus has to penetrate that and give us a new heart, a heart of flesh. And he, and, he, and he does that as we cry out to him. But we need to cry out to him. We need to cry out. We need we to need cry out to, to cry him. Out. We, we need to realize, I can't do this on my own. I, right. Cannot, right. I cannot go another day. Well, what I was going to say in Psalm yeah. 53, like it says in Psalm 14, is that God is looking at heaven, looking down. Is there anyone? Right. Is there anyone uh, uh, that, will, uh, that will pray? Is there anyone that will do what is right. Is, is there, there anyone, anyone that will that will do good? It's yeah. it, That's what's repeated. And we've all turned away from God. It says in Psalm 53 and it says in Psalm 14. They have all turned away from God. Right. Psalm 14. The Lord looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if anyone is truly wise. If anyone seeks God. He's looking for people to seek him. That's right. And, you know, you're saying 14. Here's Psalm 53, uh, verse 2. The God, the Lord looks down in love, bending over heaven's balcony. God looks over all of Adam's sons and daughters, looking to see if there are any who are wise with insight, any who search for him, wanting to please him. But no, all have wandered astray, walking stubbornly toward evil. No one is good. He can't even find one. But no, all have turned away, all have become corrupt, no one does good, not a single one. And that was Psalm 14, correct? 14, Psalm yeah. 14. So there's the message there. When he repeats it, it's like, uh, I, I like it in verse uh, 4, they never even think of praying to God. That's what it is in Psalm 53, verse right. 4. They've all wandered astray, none seeking. None seeking now. I go back to what that that person told me when I was in college. I never heard the uh, I never heard the gospel. But verse five fits here. But look at them now in panic, trembling with terror, for God is on the side of His godly lovers. Look at them now; they are in panic, trembling. I yeah, trembling, trembling in panic. There's no good sleep there. There's nope. no peace there. But look at them now. They are trembling. And verse 7 is the last verse of 
this particular chapter, how I wish that Israel's rescue would arise from the midst of Zion. When Yahweh restores his people, Jacob's joy will break forth and Israel will be glad. Joy, gladness, and God rescues us. Wow. Amen. And restores us. Can't miss that one. He restores us. Rescues and restores. Rescues and restores. Oh, that's that's another one of those uh, that I could have had. Some more honors here. That bright uh, acronym. Bring restoration Mm -hmm. in God's holy temple. Bring reconciliation in God's holy temple. Be ready. I like that. Be ready in God's holy temple for his move. Be rejoicing in God's holy temple. And again, I say... Rejoice. Rejoice. Philippians 4 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Rejoice. And that's a song. Bring redemption. Redemption. Bring redemption in God's holy temple. Right. That's a great acronym, isn't it? Isn't bright because it it brings the light, you know, brings the light. Mm -hmm. Bright. Bright. You know, brings everything to the light. Reconciliation, repentance, um, righteousness, uh, restoration, reconciliation. uh, repeat, 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 rejoice, bring rejoicing. Bring rejoicing, that's right. And be ready in God's holy temple. That's right. Be ready for anything. That's right. That's the. That's one of the exciting things about the Christian life. You don't know what's next. Yeah. You don't know <laughs> no. what glory you're no. going to see next. That's no. right. It's like we shared last week when the Lord just downloaded those 15 things. You know, uh, live in expectancy. Live expecting, expecting for him that's to right. move, not knowing how, but he's going to yep. move in ways that we could never even imagine. That's right. And I think that might, yeah, maybe that's a way we can leave today. We didn't talk about Proverbs 25, but my mind is kind of, my the, mind. The wisdom is, is there. No, that's like a two-hour show. Yeah, wisdom <laughs> is there. Because because um, Proverbs 25 is just filled with do's and don'ts, you know. If you do this, you know, I, I was I was writing it down. Proverbs 25, I do. Uh, the do's. Uh, speak a wise word at the right time. Humbly receive wise correction. Uh, use gentle wisdom. Use patience and kindness. Buy your enemy lunch, and uh, that will affect him if he is hungry. Uh, have ki- pr- Provide kindness and generosity. That's what I kept seeing in, in Proverbs 25. Generous. Be generous. Be charitable. Uh, give, right. give, yes. give, 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 because freely you have, freely you have received, freely give. Matthew ten eight and ten nine. Right, and that's the gifts freely of the spirit. We have. And we, you know, I, it all it all comes back to that all the time. It's like this is this is this is the world's way. You keep and you build up for yourself, and you keep and you and you don't you don't give anybody anything. You're not gentle. You're not kind. You know, you want to be, you want to direct and you want to command and you want to command respect and you want people to bow down to you. They, you, they want, you know, you want to be powerful. Hmm. And, and Jesus, the way of the Christian, uh, the Christian walk is, no, you, uh, you humbly stay at his feet. You give to those who ask. You give to those who ask. Hmm. You give. You give to the oppressed. You give to the poor. You give to people what they need. As Don said earlier, we give emotionally. We come alongside people that are weeping. We come alongside people that need a helping hand. We come alongside, and a lot of times we just need to be 
just need to sit there and we will be doing what God wants us to be to, to do. Because we are never meant to be alone. We are His vessels, His messengers, uh, bringing life to everyone we come into contact with. The don'ts I had in Proverbs 25, don't reveal another person's secrets. Don't be a gossip, betraying a friend. Don't lie and slander people. It's the same as stabbing somebody with a sword. Hmm. Uh, don't depend on unreliable people. Uh, don't sing a song of joy to someone who is suffering. Uh, don't say things you shouldn't say. Um, uh, don't give in to wickedness because you become like a polluted stream. I like that example of what they were saying. Is like, you know, if you if you if you compromise your life, if you compromise and you do what you know is is wrong in God's sight, right? Um, you become polluted and you become unworthy and unusable for the kingdom. And and uh, uh, Proverbs twenty five ended up ended up, ends up saying. Um, um, don't live without restraint. You know, don't live carelessly. Don't live um, doing what you, yeah, doing whatever you think is right in your own sight. In your own sight, right? Yeah. Don't react hastily. Respond to people. Don't react out of anger and unkindness. I think that verse 6 anticipates one of Jesus' parables. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here. But it says, don't boast in the presence of the king or promote yourself by taking a seat at the head table and pretending that you're someone important. For it's better for the king to say to you, come, you should sit at the head of the table than for him to say in front of everyone, please get up and move. You're <laughs> sitting in the place of the prince. <laughs> mm -hmm. Is that a parable of Jesus that, that he builds upon that maybe? Yeah, I think so. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. It's like, don't think more highly of yourself than you should. You know, don't think, don't. esteem others better than yourself. You know, I just think of all the, all the, all the verses in the Bible that speak, that speak about that. Uh, don't, don't praise yourself. Let others praise you. You know, it's don't. like, don't, don't put yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because Jesus never put himself in those positions. You know, what did he do? He washed his disciples feet. That's beautiful. Yes. You know, it's like, yes. talk about humility. Sandy. Yeah, talk about humility. And it's like, uh, we need to tell his story Amen. in his life. We go back to history, his story. His story. His story. His story. And realize everyone has a story that they want to tell you. Everyone let, wants let, to be touched. Let your history be his story. Yeah. Uh -huh. I like I like what wow. I've read is like, uh, his resume is my resume. There you uh -huh. go. You know, his righteousness is my righteousness, you know. It's great. I want his life to be my life. I want him to be Amen. pleased. I want him to be pleased. Thanks for bringing that up, Don. I think sure. with that we could actually close. Um, have we been all over the all over the chart today, guys? No, we kind of held held the balloon down. We didn't let, let go right away. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's realizing, I think it's like, it's kind of like surround sound, isn't it? Surround sound, that's right. We are surrounded. Well, that's, that's, it's we hard to describe his glory. Yeah. And and when you're surrounded in it, it's, uh, yeah. It's, and in, you know, and in his presence is fullness, fullness of, of joy, joy. And there's rest. Mm -hmm. We can sleep and we can be assured that we can wake up because he hasn't left. He's no. still alive. He's still with us. 
and he loves us and he's going to use us as we just surrender to him on a daily basis. Right. You know, he's the one that brings life. I can't bring life. I can be a vessel of him pouring through me to bring life. And I'm thankful for that. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, again, I I rejoice. (laughs) Rejoice. Thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you. Thank the Lord. Amen. There we go. Praise you, praise you, Jesus. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. That's right. He loves us. That's what the word was for me this morning, too, is that realize all during the day, just Selah, take a pause and realize God loves Sandy. is in control. God loves Kevin. God loves Don. He's in control, and I'm not, and I'm thankful I'm not in control. Uh Because when I was in control, I messed up. Yeah. (laughs) And he's the one, he says, just rest. Just rest in me. Rest in me. Rest in me. That's right. I'm going to have to come up with one for slept, though. I will have slept. to do that. Because I, I picture him in that in that boat as they were crossing the Sea of Galilee, and he's just resting. The storm, you know, it's like, no big deal. You know, it's like, it was like, he knew who he was. Right. He knew who he was. And he knew there was nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. Nothing to be afraid of. That's like if you're reading the Bible, that's uh, serenely leaning on every passage. Slept. Listen to him. Serenely leaning every passage. Wow. You are. There we go. You're rocking. That's right. That's right. You're rocking. It's It's getting to be contagious. (laughs) Contagious. Beautiful. Like I had uh, last week when I had yield. Yahweh instructs. Strikes. Yahweh instructs every loyal and living disciple. Yahweh instructs. Yield. Yield to him. Yield. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this time. Thank you. Bless, bless you, listeners. are listening to The Gospel Trail.